0: And I hope you guys have seen the first and the second commandment and are looking forward to, to hear the third.
1: Yes. That's what we're going to do today, are we? That's a very good point. So welcome everybody in front of the screens. Thanks for tuning in again. If you haven't, have a look at episode one and two. Um, we had interesting conversations there about why you got to have a why. <laughs> it's interesting. Everybody's yes. talking about it. Uh, we looked a little bit into the practicability and, and, and what makes it pragmatic to have a, a purpose, a reason, and so forth. Then we looked at Zoom 2 and talked through why, what the art of war had to do with sales. Yeah. I mean, we're always talking about growth in the sense of a joint function between marketing and sales, actually. And uh, we'll have an episode on that. And today, like Patrick said, we're looking at picking a fight. Um, that is something that is it's very important. And we could also have called this episode or this rule, the salesmates rule, the commandment number three, we could have called it singularity. And uh, like, we could have called it focus. We could call, we could have called it uh, like the Gary Keller bestseller, the one thing, right? We could have called it the rule of ones. And this is all about the fact that in business, no matter, it doesn't matter if it's in marketing or in sales, or when you when you have you like a busy a busy week ahead and you have to prioritize, you always come to a point where you're making that decision: do you go narrow or do you go broad? right what what are you what do you have to focus on? Yeah. the commandment is um, um, is exactly we want you guys to understand that from our experience, it makes a lot more sense um to do one thing and do one thing over and over again. And um, yeah, a question to you, Patrick, uh, while we are disclosing this, if you had if you had to make a choice when it for instance, when it comes to the niche, the dream customer, the ideal customer, it's easy to be afraid that you could miss out, right? I mean, where you're standing in this stream of potential business, the water is running towards you, you can get you like really wet and enjoy it. So now people tell you to take the small bucket and and focus on one niche. I mean, uh, uh, what's the reason behind that and what would you do actually? that
0: that question also is especially for startups right for people who build their own stuff who want to want to solve a problem out there who want to get out with their product or who want to just become um become independent do something and then find 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 some people to to sell to and um in my experience it's not gonna work very well if you try to have how do you say that in german you know that max the um the oh what's that saying this uh the right you build a product. oh yeah, yeah.
1: Like, of, like being all things to all people or trying that, to be like every yeah. everything to everybody yes.
0: yes yes and whenever i hear that whenever i hear somebody oh we can solve anything you know any problem wow that's then i'm like mm, i'm i'm getting i'm becoming skeptic i'd say i'm becoming skeptic no one can solve all the problems no one and and probably uh, my experience was when they are telling you they solve all the problems they don't they don't sell any of the problems really well and imagine uh, imagine you have something that tries to solve a little bit of everything now when you when you face competition in one of the specific areas let's say you target R&D departments. You did target. You did, you did, you target chief sales officers. You target uh, chief uh, uh, technology officers with something, um, but and then somebody appears who is targeting especially technology officers and have a specific a specific um, solution for their problem. Who do you think you're going to lose? those chief technology officers in the long run for sure you're going to lose them to 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 your competition is actually focusing on something not only the product, but also, but also the messaging and and everything, I mean it's very for me that's it's it's pretty obvious to to yeah to focus. To focus and really narrow it down, focus on one persona. Focus, try to solve one problem only. If you if you do that, you'd be most successful in the in the shortest amount of time, for sure. If you only have one use case, I mean, guess how easy that is to sell, right? Uh, probably don't even need salespeople. I guess you don't need salespeople. What do you think, Max? I don't think you would need salespeople if it solve only one single problem. Um, that would be actually quite easy and low-cost
1: selling and uh, um, uh, in terms of not needing sales people you're talking about not having to sell it or the sales would be so easy that the engineer can do it themselves no no no, no not the engineer
0: i guess some um, the marketing guys so you you'd rather focus on, okay. on mar- marketing in the, on, a, on a specific also there again on a specific marketing niche you may yeah. test two or three things, two or three channels that you're going to use, maybe test LinkedIn, emailing, whatever, um, all the channels to targeting blogs, go on blogs, wherever your target people are, person, persona is. Um, Yeah, also that it's everything is easier. Everything is so much easier. You know exactly what to do in product development. You know exactly with what message to target your, your people. You, you know exactly, you, you know exactly where to find them. Everyone is focused. It's so easy compared to, yeah, we could uh, go to those people in those industry, but we could also go to those people in those industry. At some point it's, it's, it's going to be, it's, it's not going to work out. I mean, um, as it says in the book, in the from impossible to inevitable, nail your niche first, first Nail your niche. If you don't have it, if you think like, oh, no, but we could, we could, you know, we could. No, don't, no, don't do it. Don't, don't think you could. You may can, but don't do it.
1: Right. (laughs) Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, like the obvious question is, is that philosophy? I mean, everybody's saying that. And if you look at people who have gone through that, like they, they read it from Jason Fried. They read it from Aaron Ross. They read it from Sapri Subi, they read it from Russell Brunson, they read it from even Tony Robbins. If you look at his business mastery formats, it's like the first thing he does when he invests in a new company is he goes in there and looks who is the ideal customer for this. Mm. This hotel or service or so everybody's talking about it. Uh, and if so many people talk about it, it's symptomatic for for probably a lot of people not getting it right in the first place, right? Because if everybody would be doing it, it's no longer a discussion, is it? And then at the same time. Yeah, yeah. And it's so easy you like to, to 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 get it all wrong or try to be like uh, cater to many audiences. Because sometimes you're in a state in your business where you have to, right? You don't have the cash flow, you don't have you're on a project road, bumpy road where you need projects, you need to get utilization to your people, whatever. And the question is that most people cannot answer for themselves. If I focus on something, will it will it get me out of this hell and <laughs> onto you know, like that other side, that next level? And the, the, the short answer is it damn sure will. The longer answer is it's, by the way, the only way that will lead into that brighter future. Um, but it can be painful. So, the- why do you... Nobody's doing it. Why do you think that's
0: still, that's a problem still? People are trying to yeah, solve I mean, all... This. Fear.
1: Fear. I believe it's fear. The fear of missing out. The fear of picking mm. the wrong niche is maybe even even worse. People pick niches, then they look at it and think like, ah, maybe not. Ah, maybe we should not. If we only do the B2B thing, then bah, maybe it doesn't work. Or if we only work with, uh, with uh, uh, elderly women in the audience, maybe it doesn't work, right? Or if we only work with the wedgie people, maybe it doesn't work. So, Mm -hmm. but then you are, again, then you're in a a world where you do have not only multiple customers and types, but you, of course, have multiple offers. Now you have to do multiple different things pretty well, right? I mean, nobody's looking for a good uh, partner anymore in business. We're all looking for outstanding partners. If you, for instance, if, if uh, some of you ever worked with a call center, you're not looking for somebody who is average. How boring is that, right? We're all looking for that wonder, uh, discovery, uh, the, the right, the 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 one the one guy breaks all patterns, breaks all records, four-minute mile call center. So the the uh, and for me also is interesting is if we pick one niche, that allows us to focus on one offer. And that is even more important, I believe, because m- most organizations have to make this decision whether they want to be self-improving so with every customer or they want to be self deteriorating with every customer. Because you have that one team or guy who is brilliant at that one thing and all of a sudden this guy is busy. It doesn't take long, typically. They are like busy in the first second, right? <laughs> After a few weeks. Then you have to let the B team roll in there. Right, We talked about that also earlier and this effect, it multiplies in the organization. Now you have multiple offers. We don't want that. We want That's why we could call it the rule of ones, right? One niche. And the question is not which one niche will it be forever? Which one offer will it be forever? Which one go to market model will it be forever? It's about what is the first one? Where do we put our focus first? So okay. having that one offer, having that one social platform, and that's serious, right? You should not be on, if if you're starting out or if you are uh, below 1 million in revenues per year or something, you should not be on Instagram and on LinkedIn and on Facebook and on TikTok at the same time. You should focus on one, do the YouTube thing and then recycle your weekly YouTube video into a- articles, into Instagram posts. You can certainly do that. But you can have somebody do that right you don't have to be all over the place inventing stuff you focus on one thing so if you focus on that one social platform on that one offer on that one niche that allows you to a b procrastination right now you you have the you have the you also have the force to to develop that one thing and that is from from our perspective, that's why we're talking about it, right? Uh, correct me if if I'm wrong. From our perspective, that is the absolute prerequisite to becoming outstanding. And people are looking for outstanding partners, right? Still, you want to not only we are looking for the outstanding call center, or we, not only we are looking for that outstanding employee, and and the outstanding meal, and the outstanding experience, and the outstanding travel, and and whatnot, right? And the outstanding partner in our lives, and so forth, but also our customers don't be surprised; they expect outstanding. So you can only become outstanding if you have that focus, and um, that will that will allow you to create gravity right around that one that one track. And um, uh, that uh, the, the bad news is, it requires choice. It requires choice. It requires decision. It requires discipline all over and over and over again. So um, before we ask people to do that and send them on a mission, uh, uh, tell me about your experience, Patrick. Is it worth it?
0: Yes, definitely, definitely worth it. Um, As you say, it's not it's not always easy. And it's I, I still have to say, I mean. You have to still think a little bit about it, how you're going to do it. And it depends where you are. It, it's still, I mean, one thing that you want to make sure is that it's still a big enough market you can target, right? That's also something you have to get from the get go. You have to think about how big is my market. Okay. If I target one industry, like say insurances, and I, I target um, in that in, insurance business, I only target the underwriting guys. Is is my potential customer? Can I gain win enough customers to be to become, you know, um, to earn enough money? That's for sure. That's something that's also uh, that's a that's an important point because we, for for instance, my experience was that you you know there the market sometimes is limited and for the first for for um, but still at the beginning to go into that market and really try to get all the customers in one specific market is of still a lot easier than trying to please everything. Like, let's say you want to go from insurance to banks. Then if you had all the insurances, what yeah. will the first 10 banks say? Uh, Max, do you already have banks as clients? yes you're like no insurances well you know we work differently than insurances so how can you help us i mean come on guys insurance and banks is really complete opposite right the the people at least say that i I learned that like one year ago that (laughs) no 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 employee ever changed it goes from a bank to an insurance in the opposite way either well hardly ever anyone. So the first, so it's also in, in terms of sales, it's basically starting from scratch again. If you go, for instance, that's an example, I had to go into another industry. It's so it could be to start from scratch again and crossing the chasm again for those who know the product fit, product market fit um, notion um, in a certain market, when you see traction and when people get to you instead of you have to reach out all the time to the people, then kind of, you can reach product more, but that's that's probably another discussion. But you have to start all over again. So, yes, it is it is definitely worth it to to first. But first, be sure that your market is big enough. Still, the niche is big enough. Um, That's that's an important factor I learned. And it could be that it might not then look for another niche from the get go, but still look for a niche and don't 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 leave the the concept of of not focusing on, on a certain customer and trying to solve all those problems they have. But yeah, definitely worth it. Definitely worth it uh, um, for for all the functions and for, for 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 the growth of the company for sure.
1: Yeah, and what you said there, there I think is very disc- descriptive, right? I mean, if you uh, if you go to that bank guy and they, they the first thing they want to see is, are you outstanding? Are you have you done it right? C- can yeah. you prove prove to me please that I'm not wasting my time yeah. here? And um it's like it's like that rocket during liftoff, it burns all the fuel during liftoff. So if you if you try to attack at all places at the same time, not only will you be facing much more competition, but also your 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 four rockets, you distribute the fuel, your four rockets, they will lift off and then they will all crash down, right? Yeah. So and um um since it takes so much effort to punch through to get that offer right, to get the, the messaging right. To get the, you know, like the customers' desires and hopes right, to get the the platform right where you build your authority. Be it doesn't matter if it's email or phone, but you should be good at what you're doing, right? Because it's a core instrument. It's if you don't know how to use it, gosh. You're doomed, right? <laughs> yes, that brings me to another point.
0: Guess what? If you you if you have been working with insurances only for two years, for guess instance? guess what you, you have understood perfectly after those two years as a salesperson insurance business right you probably you probably know more than those people because especially about the processes not necessarily about what they do but about the processes and then guess what happens when you have to go to a bank you're like oh fuck, i have to start all over again with with everything and and that's that's to build trust like that as a salesperson incredibly hard incredibly hard the best feeling i ever had was when you realize you you crossed that knowledge, you know, you, you that kind of knowledge uh, uh, gap or no you, you closed all that knowledge gap that you had at the beginning when you talk to, to customers in a certain specific field and you realize you 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 realize hey actually now I understand everything what they say and I can even I can even give them some ideas to think about different ways and and all this this is not gonna come like if yeah. you go into a new industry it's not gonna come six yeah. months yes. into that. Right? Yeah, happens.
1: And yeah, absolutely. That's And that is uh, that is this idea of creating gravity, right? I mean, if you talk to five or 10 of them, you get a good understanding. If you talk to 60 of them and had a deeper look, you know more about insurance than the insurance guy.
0: Yes, exactly.
1: You, you all of a sudden... And, and we had a like... Uh, 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 I, I remember Microsoft doing this when, when Satya took over. They had... All of a sudden, they had teams explore industries. So they had a team... Um, um, for sports, for sp- professional sports clubs, soccer clubs. And this team was only looking at soccer clubs. And, and Microsoft had a few uh, among the customer base like Hamburg and Barcelona and, and a few others. And they were just looking at the success patterns in those soccer clubs. So now if you are like a second or third league soccer club, you don't get that data. You don't get that information. All of a sudden, Microsoft has it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, where does gravity pull you? When, if, if you th- say, okay, we got to digitize our fan relationship, I got to digitize my stadium, uh, I want to stream to the web because we now have COVID or whatever, who do you talk to first? If you know that there's a lot of people know about streaming, but only one knows about the connection between streaming, fan relationship, points, you, you know, like in terms of, of loyalty. So if, if you are the one being able to make that connection, And that's you can even talk about it publicly and say, like, hey, you guys ever wondered how to improve your fan relationship and who hasn't, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Join our webinar here or, or join the discussion and so forth. So that is it's like it's exponential, like a lot of things in life. It's exponential and it's easy to give up down here if you don't see it for yourself. If you don't believe it, if you don't think it's possible, it's really easy to sabotage yourself down here. Right. Yeah. And then Mm -hmm. there's so much proof on the other side that once you make it through that, like you said earlier, it's like a threshold, right? you got to jump over it and it may not be easy, Uh, but it's simple, right? The idea is simple. Just retry and retry. And we have this Rocky quote. uh, we, we, We thought earlier when we were discussing this episode, we thought it's a perfect fit with our headline, right? We say, pick a fight. And then we have Sylvester Stallone. And in his role as Rocky, what does he say about punching? How long do you need to punch? Keep punching until until gravity pulls, until you're off your feet, for instance. Yeah, until you go knockout, or um, keep punching until the music stops. Right. So yeah. this is like this is a game of 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 perseverance. This is a game of endurance, and we all know it. By the way, a lot of people are freaking out about COVID, and uh, that it's. Absolutely understandable at the same time. I mean, nobody uh, nobody founds a business in order to uh, to have more security in their lives, right? <laughs> more certainty. So this yes. is exactly the time. I mean, now is winter and now is where where we all strive, right? But you gotta you gotta be able to to punch through it. I love this quote, but I love this quote also, and that is maybe a recommendation. We'll post a video interview down here between Tony Robbins and Sylvester Stallone. It is crazy good. If you don't know how Sylvester Stallone became to become an actor, everything he does is the living proof for this strategy that we talked about today. So this is not only true in software business. This is not only true in technology marketing. This is something that applies to a lot of things. If you wanna you like if you wanna make it true to, to the to the top, I don't know, ten percent, three percent, maybe one percent. This applies. And uh, thanks for spending your time with us. We know it's valuable. Leave your questions and comments below. If you like this, let us know. It's gonna be helpful. You can also, if you have ideas about something else you wanna talk about, let us know as well. And um, talk soon. I do, 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 I, 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 I